0: My name is Miriam. I'm Angela. And this is Tea Time Time with Partners in Crime. Crime. This is Tea Time with Partners in Crime. Basically, Angela and I started a podcast. It's about horror and supernatural stuff and true crime. So... Angela's gonna go ahead and let you know how our weeks are gonna go by. We're basically gonna have a new episode every Wednesday, and since we're
1: starting since on we're starting Halloween, on Halloween, which is a Wednesday this year, exactly
0: the darkest. We decided to start in the darkest time of the year. <laughs> so Angela, go ahead and let you know how so it is.
1: On the first Wednesday of every month, we're gonna start off with true crime stories, serial killers, and abdu- abductions, and then. On the second Wednesday, we'll go ahead with Paranormal Theories and Conspiracy Theories, which should be very interesting. It will be. And then on the third Wednesday, we'll do Urban Legends with Personal Stories with, hopefully, some of you listeners who will contribute to that. And then on the fourth Wednesday, which we'll start with today, is Haunted Cases
0: and Bizarre People. Yes. And I'm going to go ahead and start with The Bizarre People. So this is something from Russia. So I'm butchering everything, probably. Most likely the names, everything. So, okay, I need to open it up on my phone. There it is. (laughs) Okay, this is about Rasputin. I don't really know if I'm saying the right name. So basically all this information comes from Factinate, Britannica, and Biography. So those are like the places from it. I got me information from. So this guy's full name is Grigori Yefimovic Rasputin.
1: That's actually really good.
0: I really hope it did, but we probably, like, people in Russia are like, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> probably. Likely. Okay. And, okay, so originally his, na- his name was Grigory Yefimovic Novi- Novik, I guess. That's how you say it. I really Novich, don't know. Nope. Novik. No, it doesn't have a C in it. Oh. So it's it's strange. Okay. Okay. He was born on January twenty second of eighteen sixty nine, which is actually January tenth before the adaptation of the Gregorian calendar back in Russia. Oh, good to know. In in Pokrovskoye <laughs> near Tumen, Siberia, in the Russian Empire, Gregory came from a low status family. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> His parents had apparently eight children, of which he was the only one to survive. Out. i know sad story <laughs> it gets better <laughs> some people believe that there was a ninth child but not too much is known about her he re- he received little to no education and is said to have never learned how to read or write when okay. he was a child some people said he possessed supernatural abilities seems right right, seems right. <laughs> stating he healed horses with just his touch so this is like kind of reminds me of reiki it's In a, a way. Is he like a horse whisperer? Like a he, really early horse whisperer? He's a ladies man too. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, others said he was actually pretty cruel, stating that he was blasphemous and stated false witness towards his neighbors. Apparently this was, was a big deal at the time and I have no idea what the hell that means. Fair <laughs> so enough. Fair enough. Okay. People say his adapted name is Rasputin Rasputin came from the Russian word meaning promiscuity.
1: <laughs> that's a good name to have. Right.
0: But now apparently people believe that it's because Ra- Rasputin meant where two rivers meet, which I think it's bullshit. He was probably just this promiscuous guy and literally. He just wanted to
1: have it in his name. Yeah, I, that's I, all he I'm wanted. sorry.
0: When he was eighteen years old old, he was undergoing religious conversion and went to the monastery at Verkutcher. I hope I said that right. (laughs) Which eventually led him to the Kylos Sea, which is a flaglance sect, which might have had play with the psychology, as the founder of the sect said to have renounced all traditional beliefs.
1: Of course there's a sect. There's (laughs) gotta be a sect in every story. Right?
0: All good stories have a sect (laughs) of a direct contact with the Holy Spirit and his own effects on people. And instead of running away from sin, they actually bathed in it, so they had huge orgies okay <laughs> and apparently lots of whipping happened whatever that's about i really don't know what that that's
1: let about. let's just go with this a sexual thing yeah this is just a I'm sexual convinced. yeah
0: yeah i i I'm for sure when he was 19 he met his wife proskovia Fyordovna. which of which she buried him five children and has and said that two of them died quickly after birth
1: oh seems right at the time
0: yes Apparently, marriage wasn't good for him, so somewhere in his 20s, he left the wife and kids to pursue his career and pilgrimage through Greece and the Middle East. Okay. Yeah. Other sources said he left for stealing horses and spiritual visions. <laughs> Let's go with the latter. Right. After wandering around, he eventually went to St. Petersburg, where he had gained the pr- reputation of a healer and a mystic. Okay. The Tsar at that, t- at that time had a son with hemophilia, which means he the slightest injury makes you bleed a lot.
1: Yeah, he, his blood doesn't thicken. Mm-mm. It so
0: cl- It doesn't clot, that's what it is. Yeah. So they called Rasputin to the rescue, and he was able to cure, quote-unquote. This got him the trust of the Tsarina, Alexandra, and also left him with close ties to the royal family.
1: Mm, that's where he goes. Yes.
0: This guy, i mean for somebody illiterate he's accomplished way more than we have <laughs> and probably will have in the rest of her lives i'm sorry. sorry true in the eyes of the royal family he was very humble and holy but outside of the walls of the kingdom he was promiscuous telling people that physical contact with him so yes sex was purifying Thanks. and healing he seduced women and pursued many mistresses. He apparently <laughs> he apparently had terrible hygiene, but that didn't stop him from getting the ladies. Uh, really? I I even read that he had crumbs and Ooh. bugs on his beard because Ooh. if I show you this guy, he just looks so creepy. I saw like a picture of him last night. And I was like, this guy's fucking creepy. <laughs> That's disgusting. And he's he seduced women, pursued many mistresses. He apparently had obviously, the terrible hygiene thing. But he had a favorite group of ladies, which they called his little ladies. Oh, lordy. And it was said that they worshipped his penis. <laughs> okay. Oh, whatever. Fine by me. <laughs> when his promiscuous practices got to the ear of the Tsar, Nicholas, by the way, that's his name, he had the people accusing him of things, uh, of things, and so they had to exile him. Man, now the
1: name Nicholas is ruined. Right?
0: Now you just can't name your kid Nicholas. <sighs> I
1: actually or Rasputin. Like,
0: because I, I was totally going to name my first child Rasputin. But I actually liked Nicholas. <laughs> Up until about now. Well, it's not Nicholas' fault. I think Rasputin was like... Wait until you hear the whole story. You can make okay, assumptions right, afterwards. Right. <laughs> okay. When his... Prim- okay, so... That... Okay. the So basically people accused him of everything and he wasn't going to exile him until the prime minister got involved and he basically sent him a detailed report as to what he was doing so that's when he decided to exile him but within months his wife alexandra got him back she didn't want him to go away damn why <laughs> because she saved your kid's life i guess
1: <laughs> but like he
0: oh i don't know i really don't know so, this caused Nicholas, out of fear of uh, upsetting his wife and endangering his son's life, to ignore all allegations after that. Mm, of course. Okay, so Rasputin was at the max of his power at the Russian court after 1915 during World War One, because Nicholas took personal command of his military forces per Rasputin's vision, by the way. So, he had a vision that he had to do oh, this. Oh, he's psychic, too? Yeah, he's a mystic. Okay, alright. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Um... Okay, so this—the urge to start
1: singing "Raven," like the theme song—to (laughs) that, so "Raven" is a little too high right
0: now. (laughs) I will insert it right here. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, um, he went. Okay, so he basically went to the troops, um, to war, leaving Alexandra, the the Tsar, and I forgot how you say it, but she had left his wife in charge of Russia's internal affairs. And this is when Rasputin served as her personal advisor. and he...
1: How? He's illiterate. He doesn't know... But I
0: I don't know if they actually knew that he was illiterate. He was just so good at, like... Convincing people? Yeah. Does that sound familiar to you? He sounds like uh, (laughs) uh, Charles Manson. When I was reading this, he sounded like Charles Manson without the killing. No, it does the whole, like, convincing people that he's not Oh, holy shit! Oh my god. What the fuck? (laughs) Yes. Oh, you just got that? <laughs> I just got that. I really just did. Make assumptions for yourself, guys. <laughs> we,
1: we hope you know what we're talking yeah, about. We hope. What we don't offend about. you either.
0: <laughs> okay, so, blah, <clears throat> blah, 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 blah. Okay, so it's, okay, so Rasputin's influence went from the appoint, from the appointment of church officials who were said to be, like, um, the most hor- horrible Uh, church officials by the way
1: aren't they always pretty horrible right
0: (laughs) thanks church (laughs) (laughs) and the selection of cabinet ministers and he sometimes got between military matters too though he didn't support any political group which makes absolutely no sense he was highly sensitive about anybody opposing to the royal family and of him
1: of course because they gave him power of course he's going to be against anyone that Uh, says something against them
0: unless you're a narcissist or something or like a sociopath then you really don't care true yeah so he was very hated and his life had tried to be taken many times but all attempts were unsuccessful so the czar had surveillance on him at that point 24 hours a day and the security had to take notes at him at all times to what was happening uh to rasputin which is why now we get so much of this information, because they had, mm. like, diaries as to what...
1: It, oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. So that is until 1916, when a group of extreme conservatives that was composed of the husband of the Tsar's niece, Prince Felix Yusbov, a member of the Duma, which is a legislative body back in the Soviet Union times, <laughs> named Vladimir Mitrovnik... Oh, I don't know if I said that. Burishkevnik. I'm totally slaughtering these names. I mean, it's fair. You've yes. never heard of most yes. of these names. So. And the Tsar's cousin, Grand Duke Dmitry Pavlovich. And they all conspired to eliminate Rasputin in order to save the mon- monarchy from becoming too depraved. Even though it's probably already depraved, to I me. Mean. Likely. It's, it's politics. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're right, you're right. So on the night of December 29th to 30th, nobody really knows what it is. And it's also December 16th to 17th on the non-Gregorian calendar. So Rasputin was invited to visit the prince at his house where they gave him poisoned tea cakes and wine. Oh, of course they poisoned the wine. He didn't die. Wait, what? <laughs> he did not die. Okay. That's weird. Okay. So when they saw that he didn't die, the prince was like holy shit i fucked up oh god so now that he was so invested in this he shot him okay he
1: didn't die
0: no he did not die
1: of course he did he was
0: badly injured though and was able to run outside to the courtyard where pershkovic shot him again
1: of course he did
0: and he still wasn't dead
1: what the hell? Why is he so persistent? <laughs> I don't know.
0: I don't know. And at this point, like, got me. I'm like, okay, what? <laughs> True. You're like, what is what's going on? Okay, probably death. The angel of death is like, dude, you were supposed to go like from the very first time. Why don't you hurry up? True. Okay, so the conspirator conspirators then tied him up and threw him into a hole into in, a hole in the ice into the in the Neva River where he finally drowned and died. Oh, wow. That that just took three attempts. Well, four. Yeah, But nobody even, like, killed him. That's the thing. Technically, what killed him was the water, him drowning. So, in reality, nobody killed him.
1: (laughs) Damn, what's wrong with him?
0: (laughs) So, what's funny about this, very prior to his death, he warned the Tsar, Nicholas, uh, about a prediction. This prediction stated that if he were to be killed in the hand of the government officials, the entire royal family will be killed by the by the people of Russia, fifteen months later, after he died, okay. the czar, his wife, and all his children were murdered by the people of Russia amidst the Russian Revolution. Oh damn! Yeah. So here's a couple of fun facts. Rasputin was named after Saint Gregory of N- Nisa. Eleven days prior to Rasputin's birthday, Saint Gregory of Nisa's feast day is celebrated. So Saint Gregory is a theologist who believed in universal salvation for all humans. <laughs> who believe? okay and was one of the first christian figures to argue that god is infinite and that slavery is inherently sinful <laughs> so it kind of sounds like him <laughs> seems right seems right <laughs> okay so after his pilgrimage he gave up meat tobacco and alcohol just for a little bit you know like of you do course. you always do that you know when you want to be do. yeah of course i would <laughs> he and his disciples met Met in his dad's basement for sermons. This guy's just like that one college kid that just he's. R-
1: <laughs> oh, oh, he really is, right? He just sit there. Yeah,
0: you just like you know you're like yeah you know I yeah I can get a girlfriend or I can live here until I'm like fifty with my parents. Yeah, <laughs> except you didn't go to college or any other school for that matter. <laughs> okay, so. <clears throat> He was a social justice warrior, though, who looked after the poor and and Jews and was completely anti-war, though he... It makes no sense to me that you're anti-war, but you're telling somebody that he has to go to war.
1: No, that doesn't make sense. Right? you're
0: contradicting yourself.
1: (laughs) You can't say, I don't like war, and then... Encourage other people to right. go. To,
0: no, no, it just doesn't make any sense. No,
1: we don't. We don't do that.
0: He also referred to the czar in this arena as Mama and Papa, which that's kind of weird. Yikes! And <clears throat> he's referenced in pop culture in a song called Rasputin by Boney M. I really want to hear. Have this, actually song. Heard about this song. I've never heard of this song.
1: <laughs> Let's insert some of the song here.
0: We need to. Yes, I'm going to insert right <laughs> <Okay>. here. <clears throat> And was the main villain in Disney's Anastasia movie.
1: Oh, wait. Okay. (laughs) Yes, the bearded guy. All right.
0: Yes. So that is my story. Good to know that that comes from there. Yes. So this is that bizarre guy. (laughs) All right. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, look, we're recording.
1: (laughs) Oh, we are already. Darn. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta cut that out.
0: Yes. Oh, yeah, by the way, guys, uh, Angela's German, and... Yeah, German
1: with no German accent, really.
0: Right? At first, I thought that she was um, British when I first met her.
1: Everybody thinks I'm British. Yeah. Except British
0: people don't think I'm exactly. British. But I'm American, so we don't usually think everybody has a British accent in Europe. I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, you can you can
1: tell the German <laughs> accent when you hear it. You can tell. Well, when you
0: speak to your mom, I'm like, holy crap! I'm like, are they mad? <laughs> <laughs> why does why does everybody think Germans always mad? Because <laughs> the accent is just so. It's not like it's harsh. It's just like it's very strong.
1: <laughs> fair enough.
0: Fair enough. All
1: right. So today, I'm talking. I'm going to talk about the White House because apparently the White House is
0: haunted. Uh, you know, right now, I if I would be haunting the shit out of it. True, true.
1: (laughs) Alright, so apparently there's been multiple sightings of ghosts in the White House. And not just one ghost, but multiple ghosts. Really? Yep, multiple ghosts. Uh, One of them being Abraham Lincoln. Uh, Um, I I
0: love Abe. Good old Abe. Everybody loves Abe. I know. Who doesn't?
1: But one person who saw him was Winston Churchill in the time of the Second World War. And he got out of the bathtub with just a cigar. Was he naked? He was naked. (laughs) And he saw Lincoln's ghost body just standing there, and supposedly he said to him, Good evening, Mr. President. You seem to have me at a disadvantage. Such a... instant. <laughs> you just <laughs> just imagine, like, Churchill saying that in his, like, deep voice. With a cigar. With a All sophisticated. <laughs> And um, he's the most common visitor in the White House because he always comes back when the country is in need or in Peril.
0: Do you imagine right
1: now? He's probably there. He's probably like... He's probably like, what the hell is he doing?
0: Probably like, why am I still here? I I should just move on at this point. True.
1: (laughs) But he loves the country, so he's going to stay around. Yeah. So... He strides up and down the second floor hallway, he raps on the doors, and he just stands by windows.
0: That's kind of creepy, though, because you imagine, like... It's like, he's
1: just watching what the hell is going on in this country right now. I, I feel so- like, I'm so confused. Why are they doing this? What's Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he probably asked about that, too, but he's... I think his main question is why?
0: Right.
1: And... <clears throat> Another president, Ronald Reagan, he said that his dog, because he had a dog, would go into every room in the house but the Abe Lincoln bedroom.
0: I wonder why, though.
1: He would just sit at the door and bark. Really? Like, apparently, because dogs have that paranormal sense, so he would just sit there and, like, he knew somebody was in there, like, I'm not doing anything bad, but, like, just he knew there was somebody there, and he was just barking at Yeah. And then the second ghost that's apparently seen at the White House is Abigail Adams. She was the first lady to live in the White House when she was allowed to, at that point. And when she moved in, the White House wasn't finished yet, so they were still building it and it was under constructions. And she went to the (coughs) not-finished East Wing of the White House, and to dry her laundry. She just hung it up and let it dry in the middle of all the construction dust. Because I do
0: the same thing, you know? But okay, you just washed the laundry and now you just let it sit there and get dust. dirty. <laughs> you know, it's the same.
1: <laughs> but she has been cited to walk out of the east room with her arms outstretched, like carrying laundry, laundry and apparently they were, like, the sightings were accompanied with the smell of fresh linen. Nice. So like, you just smell fresh linen when she walks past. That's the best thing you can smell right now. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I have a whole bunch of laundry to do. <laughs> See? <laughs> Actually, I did laundry today. And then the last ghost that's seen or heard more than that is the ghost of Amy Soret. And she's the daughter of a lady who was executed for involvement in Lincoln's death. Oh, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you see the ghost knocking on the door of the White House, begging to have her mother be released. That's
0: so fucked up. That's so sad.
1: Before she was executed. That's fucked up. It's fucked up. But it's also, like, damn. Like, this little girl is just knocking on the door. For the rest of fucking eternity. I know. It's really sad. (laughs)
0: It's so sad. Like. But it's just, it's, I like, it's an interesting story. It is, but holy crap, Like my head around being in the White House for the rest of eternity and seeing all the crap that happens. It's like, will it be there once America is in America? <laughs> it, it will be. They will be. Because they'd
1: be like, what did we fight for? <laughs> Why did I Why die? Why did you do this? <laughs> but oh yeah, those are God. some interesting ghost stories from the White House.
0: The, the White, White House is... Like, is I, I, you know, you can kind of expect that the White House honestly, is haunted, of though, places
1: to be haunted, I would expect the White House to be Right? Haunted.
0: Like... I wonder if the Pentagon's haunted. Imagine how many people died there. Right, that's true. It's definitely haunted. There's so many places here in America that must be haunted. Let's not even talk about Europe. Okay,
1: we're not talking about Europe. There's too many haunted places in Europe. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> That'll be one of my haunted cases in the future, just so you guys know. Just a little sneak peek.
0: Okay, well, let, let just... So we're clear? If I ever have to do something that comes from Germany, I'm not even butchering the names. I'm handing them to you so you can I'm say it. i just to read the Just German read the, ones. yes, just be like, <laughs> yeah, because I'm not really good at that. <laughs> yeah, German names are pretty rough. They're pretty rough. Yeah, but then I met you and you're like, Angela. Well, fairly enough, my
1: parents were influenced by America because they came on vacation here all
0: the time. Uh, so, all, you know... And out of all places, Florida. Okay. Let's go with that. (laughs) Okay. All right, guys. All right. So, if you would want to go ahead and follow us, you guys can follow us on Twitter. And what is our username? (laughs) Our username
1: is at TTWPIC, Tea Times with Partners in Crime, underscore podcast.
0: And also you can follow us on Instagram, ttwpic, which is also... I'm just saying pic because, yeah. (laughs) So it's ttwpic underscore podcast. Same as our Twitter username. Exactly. And we also have a Facebook page, which you probably might be able to find. And it's Two Times with Partners in Crime. So, guys, thank you for listening and get ready for next week's episode. Which,
1: just as a reminder... Is gonna be true crime, serial killers, and abductions.
0: Yes, And this is about the European one, the European case, case, right? That you said, but well, yeah, okay, the okay, case. it's yes. a British case. Okay, yes, all right, Europe. all right. Well, not anymore, not anymore, Europe, because they they Brexited. <laughs> they they Brexited, Brexit it, which isn't through yet. So let's talk about that another time. <laughs> okay, <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. We completely disregarded that we our- are
1: actually drinking
0: tea. Exactly. Like, our n- name? name is
1: not just a name. We're actually drinking tea while we're recording this. Exactly, we're spilling
0: the tea on ghosts. <laughs> this is like the what's in, like insert the frog emoji with the teacup. Yeah, like insert the frog. <laughs> exactly, that's exactly what we are. But we're like giving you the tea of like Abraham Lincoln and all that crap.
1: True, <laughs> and some weird bizarre guy from Russia. In, yeah, like, so the 1800s. Yeah, so
0: I had a chai tea and. I had a green tea with cranberry and pomegranate. Hence, the name of this episode. I just thought we should tell you that we've just lost the whole podcast. I mean, I, it's, I mean, tea yeah, time. it's tea time, and we have to like tell you guys what we're drinking just because. I mean, might as well, <laughs> right? I think it's interesting to know because it's really good. It is. It, you know, it's it's really good. All right, guys, we're done now. <laughs>